Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. We're your hosts, Chris and Lauren Worthington. We believe that happily ever after is earned through guts, grit, and grace. We are committed to taking massive inspired action and helping you discover your potential. Together, we will give you the tools, tips, and strategies for manifesting your goals and dreams. If you're ready to live, love, and laugh, then get ready to become untangled. Here we go. Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. We are your host, Chris and Lauren Worthington. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing on this? It's actually Sunday. I don't know the date. February 10th? I think so. I never know what day it It is. It is the 10th, yes. So we wanted to come in hot, like hot flapjacks. (laughs) I'm so confused today because I do not feel good. Lauren's starting to cut uh, cut a fever, so I think you're hallucinating a little bit and I can't speak. I thought you were going to say I was a unicorn for a a second. What's that? Wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable. (laughs) Oh, God. But... I did not want to actually record a podcast, but it goes hand in hand with exactly what we wanted to talk about today. So I put my big girl pants on and here we go. Your big girl britches are indeed on. Yes, they are. Okay. So we're going to talk to you a little bit about goal setting and doing the things that you actually don't want to do first. So I don't know if any of you follow Mel Robbins and her five-second rule, but if you don't know anything about it, go look it up. It's amazing because she teaches you a strategy to count, is it backwards or forwards till five, and then you do the thing you don't want to do. So like get out of bed, one, two, three, four, five, and you get up. And you get up when you hit that number no matter what. Yes, and so I just did that. Chris has been like, all right, we, are we ready? Are we going to do a Sunday night podcast? Heck yeah, we're ready. We're ready to bring it to you. And I said no, and then I counted, and here we are. <laughs> You're amazing. I have a couple of questions, though, quite seriously. So right. we are talking about goal setting and the like, but kind of before the goal setting happens, you have to establish a goal. So for you, how do you figure out like what areas you want to focus on or set a goal in? Well, I think in the past, I've always set unrealistic goals. Quite Mm -hmm. honestly, I just, they were so unattainable and I got smarter and that's just obviously the personal development we've done and just the education I've put behind, honestly, like my thoughts of goal setting and really learning that craft. So I, I tend to do them in blocks of time. I love setting intentions for a full year and then I break those down into like quarters and then I break those down obviously into the month and then I do the week and then I do what can I do each day. So does that kind of answer your question? No, that definitely answers my question. Like do do you hit every single goal though? Like let's say you break it all down into like a daily goal. Do you always hit your daily goal or do you give yourself a little bit of grace? Oh, I love giving me some grace. (laughs) I've learned that as well. No, you're not going to. I mean, hello, just being as busy as most people are. I'm one of those that's on the go constantly. And I think that no matter how many goals we intend to reach, 
They're not always meant to be achieved in your time frame. So if I set a time frame that I'm going to do this by the end of the year, well, somebody else might have a bigger plan for me and I've got to learn to give myself grace. I've got to honestly give up that control and kind of let those things ride. It doesn't mean that I'm not working towards that that whole entire year or month or whatever, but I can't expect it to be finished by my own timeline because that's unrealistic. So you manage really well your expectations of even your own goals? Yes. Again, something I've learned is to not set expectations, although I still have a really hard time with that when it comes to relationships and friendships and how I wish people communicated the way that I do, but it's an expectation I set and I'm often disappointed. So I try not to set expectations as much as I have in the past. So my next question you're tremendously busy. Obviously, you're a corporate mom, boss babe, mother hustler, awesome, legit mom. Just everything in a million years that can happen in a week happens to you. So bearing that in mind, how do you set your goals in a way that are manageable for someone who is busy like yourself? Well, I love my morning routine and I think that's where the magic happens. So I have learned again. It's all these things about what we reflect on and what we can grow from and learn. So waking up earlier. Yeah. That took me a long time to do. No, seriously, guys, she's up at like four 30 in the morning. Like, yes. It's crazy. It's my time where I can get my workout in. I can do, you know, all the things I need to do. So I really just look at the week ahead. You know, what do the kids have for sports? What is Chris doing for work? You know, what is, you know, what do I have for events and, you know, side hustle and the corporate side. And I just fill in the pockets where I can. And so that's where my goals are centered. So if I can only talk to five people on this day, but 10 the next day, then I know that by looking at my week ahead, I'm obsessed with my planner, like obsessed with it. I use the passion planner. Um, and I use different colored pens and I make it fun and pretty and it's just, it works for me. So I can, I'm a visual person. So that's what works for me is just kind of looking at the week ahead and then filling in, you know, whatever goals I have and how am I going to reach those goals with those activities? I place those activities in the pockets of those times. It sounds like, so do you do that like every day of the week or is that something you primarily do like once a week and then set it for the week? You know what I mean? So like, do you sit down and actually go through your planner and try to figure out everything out like on a Sunday day, a Sunday night or Sunday day. Yeah, honestly, my Monday morning, I love <laughs> Mondays. So I will do it every single Monday, but then I check in with myself every other morning thereafter um, because stuff changes and I might not have been able to complete the tasks that I wanted to because life happens. So I just take, you know, maybe what I didn't hit on Monday and I move it to Tuesday, I move it to Wednesday, and it's sort of always growing with me and coming along for the ride. And then I love that little check mark. Once those things are accomplished, that's like super satisfying. I, know, I like lining it out for me. I'm like, I eradicate it completely off the list. I'm just like gone. You're a liner and I'm a checker. We're line checkers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so really the last thing I have for you and um, just to kind of keep it brief, but how do you hold yourself accountable? So obviously, like you said, you are scheduling, whether it be every other day you're following up. How do you hold yourself accountable to make sure that you are actually checking that 
box or lining it out in my case? Well, I think just communication with you. You know, we're doing life together and our goals and vision, it, it actually is one live actionable item that we're working towards. So I I don't know. I would say I definitely set realistic goals and I, I'm willing to put in the work to sacrifice a little bit of time right now to get to our end result. And I'm really confused at what you asked me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but you hold yourself accountable. Do oh, you rely on me? Do you rely yes. on like the calendar? Like, oh, I'm the worst. Like, some sort of like, I don't know. I, w- I don't want to say punishment because that sounds like a weird word. But do you have something you say, if I don't do this, then this no, won't happen? Because I am the worst at letting myself get away <laughs> with things. That has, I've just always, my whole entire life, just done whatever I wanted when I wanted to. And so I can let myself get away with a lot. Although I think really um, keeping my vision super clear of like what we're really running towards every single day, looking at our vision board, looking at my affirmations, looking at my calendar, having conversations with you and the kids, like bringing everybody on board with where we're going. Yeah, that actually helps hold myself accountable. But I think communication and whether it be talking with you, which we do like a ton, I would say you're my biggest cheerleader as far as like holding me accountable. Um, you're just saying that because I'm wearing a cheerleading outfit right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine from high school. It's like a Spartan cheerleader <laughs> It fits right now. your thigh. No. I look good. Yeah. I mean, to answer that in a nutshell, I would say just having my ride or die. Like you definitely keep me in check. I can't lie to you. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the thing. I, well, I'm glad that you can't. I wouldn't want you. <laughs> you know, because I can let myself get away with it. It can be like, no, you worked so hard this week. You can have that. Blah yeah. blah blah. I feel like a lot of the goals that you've set, though, and with our vision too, it's really family related. So you don't want to let all of us down, right? That's kind of the other aspect of it too. So that said, final thing: what advice would you give somebody relative to goal setting? Like, what is the one? piece of advice that you would give anybody kind of not really sure on what goal they want to set or if they already have a goal, how would you give them, what advice, how would you break it down for them? Well, I think it's important that your goals should have an impact on your life and there should be some emotional attachment behind it. So you really have to ask yourself, is this the right time for me to set this goal? Is this realistic? You know, if your life is so crazy busy, and let's just use this as an example. You're working full time. You've got a couple of kids. You never see your husband. It sounds like me right now. I know. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. You're talking about yourself. But you really are just like running crazy. Like you have no fuel left. And I maybe want to just like open up a business. I would have to ask myself, is this the right time? Can I put enough energy into serving this goal and you know obviously my answer is always yes I can because I feel like I'm superwoman sometimes and I swear that's because of the nutrition I use and how I take care of myself again also plays a part in your goals like if you're you really it's like mind body soul connection you have to be fueled by your passion you have to be fueled by nutrition your mind has to be ready to take on so many, you know, ups and downs and in-betweens. But I think the biggest piece of advice would be to really check yourself and say, is this realistic? 
and how um, much of an impact is this going to make on my life for the positive or the negative? You have to see it from both sides. So would you say, obviously, you wouldn't want to focus primarily on the negative. You'd want to focus on the positive result of whatever it is that your goal is going to be? Yeah, because your goal, if you're working towards something, it should give you that excitement. It should give you those butterflies. It should make you want to jump out of bed in the morning and not go to bed at night because you just want to keep creating and working towards it. Um, because once you hit one certain goal, then you can say, like, what an accomplishment that was. That's like the best feeling ever. And then you set another one. And it's like, well, what can I do now? And you just keep going and going and going. I suppose it, it would be like running a marathon that I've never run. I run my own kind of version of a marathon. <laughs> yeah, the proverbial marathon. I, yes. I have no interest in running a marathon. Yeah, so but I always say. I have a lot of respect for the people who do because it's such too. a tremendous Oh, I would feat. love to. But I think um, even with that, you know, you could take what we're speaking about to your business, to your personal life, to running a marathon, but set three to five goals. And then after you write those down, you really want to highlight the one that will push you to your other goals. And that's where you'll see everything else falls into place. That is awesome advice right there. I like that. So basically the one goal that you set that pushes you to complete the others, it's really kind of a domino effect. Absolutely. 100% domino effect. Love that. Yeah. You're the best. Well, thank you for answering my questions, love. You're welcome, babe. I know you didn't want to do this, but I think you're absolutely stunning and amazing and I love you. Well, thank you. No, I, and that's the thing. That's important to do the things you don't want to do because it makes you feel good in the end. And I'm happy that we recorded it. I think it's, you know, when you have something to say, I think it's important people say it. We all have a voice and goal setting is talked about so much. And I think that people get confused with how they should. Yeah. How to set those goals. And I always, my best piece of advice is to start small, like I said, and which ones would make an impact, which ones give you the butterflies, and then put the puzzle pieces in place of how and which ones are going to get you to your end result. And it takes time. It takes daily consistent action, keyword consistent. And over time, you'll be able to, you know, take our house, for example, and before we finish this up, we have a lot of house projects. Mm -hmm. We can get overwhelmed and have in the past. And what we do is we write out an entire list. We look at our calendar and say, okay, what is realistic for us on a weekend? Well, we can't go and put an addition on the house, but we can certainly maybe paint one room in a hallway and then maybe I can order some stuff online and we can decorate. And then you do it in like little blocks and you say, okay, we're going to hit the living room. Then we'll do the dining room and then we'll do the bedrooms. So break up your own goals, whatever they are, whether they're house projects, business projects, Kid projects. And just get really clear on them and and drive the line towards that, which I think you've done an exceptional job at. Even together as a family, I always always consider like the gym, you know, it's not something you see. The results from the gym you don't see on day one. You see it at six months. Yes. At eight months or whatever. You see your gains there. So it's a slow, consistent progress to keep moving forward. So Well, and I always think it's important that people understand if you can do things in like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. It's the work that you're doing right now that you'll see in 90 days, whether it's your, your business, whether it's your body, whatever, your personal development, it all starts to connect around that 90 day mark. I agree. It's amazing.
Awesome. Well, thanks guys for joining us tonight Thank you so much. on this cozy Sunday fun day. And we'll be back next week for something real good. <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye.